Welcome to the show, Fireshark Fam. I'm AJ. And wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. Welcome to another episode of Five Stripe Weekly and Atlanta United against Nashville SC for the second time in 10 days at Geodas Park. The deja vu is rife, but uh, this time there were some lengthy, lengthy weather delays. Lightning delaying the show for... Uh, the Five Stripes at Geodas Park, nearly two hours, 54 minutes of uh, delays, very, very long wait on a Saturday night, but a lot of diehards stuck around, and frankly, more LA United fans than Nashville SC fans, uh, frankly, but uh, yes, in yeah, in this match, it... Uh, yeah, you know, in terms of the first uh, 19 minutes, we got uh, you know rain-free, but then after that, uh, after that long delay, we came back and we got three goals before the end of the first half. Uh, unfortunately, two of those were from Nashville, and uh, Nashville had the opener. A little bit of a mistake uh, by Mateus Hosetu, who, uh, yeah, basically a blind ball into the middle of the park, and it was, uh, yeah, just frankly, uh, more soft goals by Adelaide United from the defense. It uh, It's a symptom of this season. It's something that, uh, you know, there is just a bit of sloppiness, and it kind of is... That type of uh, ethos that uh, LA United promised, uh, especially in that first year, that we're going to win more games maybe 4-3 than 1-0. And so this is definitely in that territory. So I guess they at least are fulfilling that promise in that sense. But uh, yeah, uh, Gonzalo Pineda, he mentioned that uh, he thought that we were a bit disorganized at times, and that uh, but that we still had the right mentality. Uh, because yeah, you know, uh, on our goal, we, uh, we did enough on that first one, uh, to unsettle them. Uh, we unsettled Joe Willis, their goalkeeper, uh, with our press and yeah, it didn't even make it out of the 18 yard box. He passed it, uh, and it was intercepted by Marcelino Moreno, who found promptly Tiago Almada in uh, some space, and he was able to put it very, very clinically uh, to the right of the goalkeeper. And yeah, you know, Tiago Almada, uh, you know, another goal, another week, another goal. And uh, it's definitely, uh, yeah, a really, really good sight for Lane United fans. Someone who is a DP who is playing up to his talent. That is, I think, a very welcome sign. Now, uh, after that, unfortunately, we conceded very, very quickly. And it was this 32nd minute. And, yeah, uh, you know, more just kind of sloppy defending where, yeah, CJ Sapong, who scored the first goal for them, he headed the ball across for Mukhtar to finish it uh, at the back post. And that is... Just, uh, yeah, where, you know, yes, them two are kind of their two-prong attack, and they are, 
a couple of guys that you game plan for, and if you game plan them and you still allow them to score, it's obviously we have failed that game plan. Uh, obviously, Mukhtar, he is one of the best players in this league, so take nothing away from them. But, uh, yeah, it is definitely, I think CJ Sapong, you know, veteran in this league. I think we can, if uh, we had a, I think, defense that didn't switch off, uh, so much anyway, it is something that we could uh, prevent. These are preventable type of goals, especially when they're uh, you know maybe that close and maybe not allowing the cross in the first place, uh, which was from defender Jack Meyer. And uh, but uh, you know either way, we go into that second half. Uh, we unfortunately lose Andrew Gutman to injury, another soft tissue injury, and it is something that's uh, so, so frustrating, and we'll get to what that uh, injury truly is later in the news, but uh, yeah, you know, you just have uh, another makeshift defense again, and uh, you know, we are able to hold them off. Uh, you know, do enough, fight back, and uh, I think, you know, very telling what Gonzalo Pineda was saying uh, after the match that uh, he thought that, you know, sometimes uh, a good way to come back is obviously to clean up the softballs that we have been giving up, but another good way is to just keep attacking more, and it definitely was that, and we, you know, attack more in that second half, and uh, we have we leave it late until about the 88th minutes until Dom Dwyer, uh, he's able to find the back of the nets. It uh, comes from first a beautiful uh, lob pass from Tiago Almada to Brooks Lennon, who makes a really really great run. And on his first touch uh, on the right side of the goal, he is able to uh, very very clinically pretty much find Dom Dwyer on that back post who pretty much has a tap in so great runs from both Lennon and Dwyer to find the equalizer which was vitally vitally important Uh, now in terms of Ted Uncle who uh, ref this match eh, that very last touch uh, we were able we were finding uh, pretty much our way towards goal, and he blows the whistle a lot. A lot of fans are miffed at Uncle. Uh, yeah, it's you know it's inexplicable. I mean, just pro referees. There's just every week. Uh, I mean, I I think before this season wasn't really a uh, a big complainer about our refs, but the refs in this league this year uh, they're on one. It's absolutely ridiculous. Some of the missed calls have been just egregious. And one of these, I mean, maybe not a missed call, but blowing the whistle so early when we're... Okay, you know, it's like eight seconds uh, after the uh, 94th minute, I believe. And, uh, yeah, I mean, at that minute, yes, maybe did he have a right to? Yes, but, I mean, you know, there's always some lost seconds within the clock uh, and it seems like he blew it a little early and uh, we could have had uh, one last attack to find that winner but 
Uh, I think at the end of the day, did we leave it late? Yes. Did we? Uh, and are we really conceding some kind of inexcusable goals? I said I say also yes. And uh, but is a large part of that how makeshift our defense is at times? Uh, you know, definitely not first choice by any means. And uh, you know, in midfield, uh, missing the likes of Sosa. Uh, you know, you have Franco Ibarra, who, uh, yeah, very aggressive player, but can uh, make some mistakes here and there. It's, uh, yeah, it's just a young, inexperienced side, and ultimately, it can be uh, what you see. And But at the end of the day, a point on the road, especially with a long weather delay and the legs, uh, yeah, you know, it obviously... I think in this sense, uh, Gonzalo Pineda, he did the right thing after uh, in the post-match uh, press conference. He uh, excused his players from having to do any press, and he pretty much faced the uh, faced the press and answered the questions. So to allow his players to be able to uh, recover uh, just a little bit uh, more because of the time frame that uh, the weight was on. So... But, uh, yeah, you know, I think it's good. The, uh, the team gets to get a little bit of reprieve from uh, all of that. But, uh, yeah, let's wrap a bow on this match, though. Uh, it's a good point on the road against a tough Nashville side. Of course, uh, we couldn't exactly, uh, you know, find that revenge that, uh, you know, when they knocked us out of the U.S. Open Cup. But this uh, you know, results at least uh, in a very tough league where, uh, you know, getting points on the road, not the easiest. This is a valuable point. So, uh, yeah, next match is on Saturday against Columbus Crew, and the preview is later on in this episode. But uh, moving into the news, Tiago Almada, he was named to his second consecutive MLS Team of the Week, and... Yeah, with that goal and the secondary assist, he definitely is well-deserving of that. He's been pulling the strings lately for LA United. And, yeah, uh, you know, you're seeing the attack gel together. Moreno, Araruju, and uh, Cisneros at times. Uh, Josetu playing a part in uh, being able to connect some of those lines. It's uh, much, much better. Now we just need to be able to stay healthy because uh, the attack is firing at times. Uh, you know, obviously, you get set back by goals uh, that you concede and win. Uh, yeah, it's a game state type of thing. And, you know, uh, I think that reflects into our standings in, uh, yeah, the Eastern Conference right now. It looks like basically Philly, NYCFC, Orlando, Montreal, New York. FC Cincy and Charlotte in those playoff spots and LA United are in eighth in the outside looking in. Uh, yeah, there is though. We have played one less game than Charlotte and Cincy. Uh, but, uh, you know, in terms of uh, what the points total is right now, we unfortunately are out of that playoff spot. But uh, yeah, there's still... Two-thirds of this season to play, but yes, it's starting to get to where we needed to get in midseason form. But 
it's kind of hard to do that when you keep losing players. And so, uh, yeah, unfortunately, with that news, uh, that's Andrew Grootman. Uh, it was announced on Monday that he will miss approximately 8 to 12 weeks after sustaining an injury to his left quadriceps tendon. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much about, uh, yeah, you know, two to three months, and it's a good bit of time. I mean, it's maybe, uh, for context, it's like that 2017 season when uh, Joseph Martinez, he suffered that kind of same injury. And, uh, yeah, you know, it was, um, you know, he was able to come back and at uh, full strength, and able be able to contribute uh, quite well after that. So, uh, yeah, it will be very interesting uh, to see actually who will be able to deputize in the, um, you know, in his steed. I mean, will it be Caleb Wiley? Will it be Ronald Hernandez? Will it be Mikey Ambrose? Will we bring in somebody else? Well, there was somebody else, apparently. Uh, so, uh, at least in uh, kind of training, so... According to Felipe Cardenas of The Athletic, 21-year-old Bradley Cross, a U23 player with Newcastle United and formerly also Schalke, uh, he was training with LA United on Tuesday. Uh, he's apparently a trialist, uh, and Cardenas, uh, Cardenas said uh, Cross looked good. He's left-footed, technical, good size, but he, he apparently walked off injured after a clean 50-50 tackle as well. The irony is rife at the moment. Uh, yeah, it is something where Felipe uh, Cardenas, he also posted something about, uh, yeah, the team uh, that was, you know, in terms of the injured players, they were riding a golf cart, and he captioned it, Atlanta Season 6. Man, it's it's bananas. It's just like uh, the the way the photo was was just like the golf cart was too small for the amount of players. Uh, had a one player lying down on the back of the bed of it. It was yeah. We need probably like a stretch golf cart for all the players that uh, need to be carted around the uh, training pitch. But yeah, it's uh, unfortunately the state of the team at the moment. It's injury FC, and it's very, very annoying. But uh, yeah, also Marcelino Moreno and Dom Dwyer faced the press uh, this week, and Marcelino Moreno he was asked if he if he's felt more settled in the United States, and if that's helped him at all this season. Uh, Moreno he said, "I love Atlanta," uh, and. Uh, Dom Dwyer, he was seen getting into it with Alan Franco, uh, and uh, they got tangled up, uh, and apparently were drawing back and forth together or at each other. And uh, yeah, Dwyer, he apparently said uh, to Franco that he would f him up next time. Uh, and Dwyer said on that moment, he says, "I try my best to, you know, sometimes it gets intense." It never gets out of hand, but you know, we're fighting to play. Uh, you know, we all want to be on the field, you know, so we'll fight smart with each other. But, you know, we work hard and then we leave it on the field. So when we go inside, we're a family, we work hard, and then we go on to the next practice. So, yeah, good stuff from Felipe Cardenas uh, today. Uh, full transparency, I'm filming this on a Tuesday. And, 
it's uh, some good stuff that uh, provides a little bit of that uh, competition for places within the squad. And uh, yeah, Dom Dwyer, definitely a guy that no one would really have expected going into the season that uh, he would be someone that uh, was saving us in some games, but he has been scoring some very, very uh, good goals, uh, crucial goals at times. So it's been uh, a very good sight to see. And uh, yeah, moving on from that, uh, on June 14th, LA United will face uh, CF Pachuca, the Mexican side in a friendly in the inaugural American Family Insurance Cup. And uh, yeah, LA United have been uh, putting out a little campaign so that LA United fans can choose the uh, kit that we wear and the colors in the stadium and then also some music that we will uh, you know, play within that game. It's, I think, a very fun and creative uh, kind of departure from what we're used to. And so definitely... Uh, check that out on the LA United website when you get the chance. Uh, there are some fun little things that they're trying to do for this American Family Insurance Cup. Uh, there's also a 3v3 kickoff uh, or a 3v3 cup kickoff uh, that it will be uh, a round robin style for all ages or ages uh, U18 to U14. And so, uh, yeah, it'll be broken down by age and gender. And yeah, it'll be. Uh, a little fun thing for the fans to be able to be a part of. That will be on June 11th. Uh, yeah, if you didn't know, there will be a pretty much three-week layoff uh, in the middle of uh, June, pretty much, uh, or pretty much starting June. And so, uh, yeah, that's kind of partially why they're doing it. Uh, this American Insurance Cup and some of these extracurriculars. So uh, very fun from LA United to kind of keep that momentum going a little bit. Uh, a little bit of, uh, yeah, something that uh, we didn't really see in the past years when we had uh, the pandemic to deal with, of course, and pretty much months at a time where we didn't have games. But, uh, yeah, uh, in terms of LA United 2, they unfortunately fell 3-1 to Detroit City. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, in terms of uh, the lone consolation goal for LA United, it was from Nelson Orji, who got his first goal as a professional. So congrats to Orji. But it's, uh, yeah, LA United 2, they are 2-8-0 with 6 points. So far in this young season for them, but uh, yeah, not the most promising start, but it's kind of more been about the process for Alien United 2 uh, anyway. But that wraps it up for the news, and it gets us to the match preview, and we will be playing the Columbus Crew at the Benz at 7 p.m. on Saturday. And, uh, yeah, of course, uh, Columbus Crew, they won the Cup a couple years ago. This is not that same crew anymore, but uh, definitely they have a lot of ma veteran match winners. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, you know, the number 10, Lucas Zalarian. They have, uh, you know, Darlington Nagby. I mean, up and down their spine, they have, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of experience. And, but they 
are a side that are a little slower because, yeah, there is uh, a lot of that veteran presence, but maybe not the youth youthful exuberance that maybe you might need in a very athletic league such as MLS. But, uh, yeah, getting into their key departures, Harrison Awful, that uh, veteran right back, uh, he's no longer with the team. He, of course, is with Charlotte FC. And their uh, former left back, uh, who uh, kind of has been in and out of their side, uh, he was uh, definitely a, a player that uh, was an integral part uh, when he first uh, arrived, but Milton Valenzuela is no longer part of the team as well. And Jossie Zardes, uh, their uh, striker that helped them win MLS Cup, he was traded to Colorado Rapids this past, or in this season, and Miguel Berry is the striker now. Uh, key acquisitions, Yaw Yaboa and Milos Degenic, uh, a, uh, a winger, uh, respectively, and a center back uh, you know, for the latter, but... Uh, basically, yeah, they haven't really, really, I think, uh, filled the coffers. They're a side that's, uh, unfortunately, uh, probably not penned to be a, a team that is making too many waves. Uh, all the pundits pretty much have them finishing as high as 5th, but as low as 10th. So as mid-table as they come, unless they are able to make some other moves that can strengthen this side. So, yeah, definitely for us, we have uh, a side that is not at full strength. Uh, you know, the players that are out, Dylan Castanera, Machop Chol, Ozzy Alonso, of course, Brad Guzan, Miles Robinson, and now Andrew Gutman. Uh, questionable are Joseph Martinez, uh, Santiago Sosa, and Caleb Wiley. Uh, they all could play a part, maybe. They could make the squad, but we will find out on Saturday. Now, getting into those starting 11 predictions, uh, right now it's Shuttleworth in between the sticks. Uh, maybe Rios Novo if you uh, maybe are trying to you know switch it up, but I think, uh, yeah, Shuttleworth with his uh, experience, he will be the guy. Uh, Lennon on the right for me for right back. Franco DeJohn as the uh, the center back pairing. And Ronald Hernandez, he will be at left back. Uh, I think, you know, you could go with Wiley if he's healthy. That's a very good opportunity for him uh, when he is. I think uh, he will have a part to play, I think. Uh, I think also... In that long layoff in June, that will help us uh, immensely with kind of what we are dealing with. Uh, but uh, Mikey Ambrose could also play a part as well. Hosetu and Ibarra, I think, uh, stay in as the two midfielders, uh, at least uh, the central midfielders. And uh, yeah, you know, the attacking midfield, I think, kind of chooses itself at the moment if they are. Uh, able to be healthy, and that being Araruju, Almada, and Moreno. And uh, yeah, you know, Almada, he's definitely bossing the games as of late, and may it continue. I mean, it's very exciting with these three attackers. Now, uh, is the question is, who's going to start up top? Will we start Ronaldo Cisneros, who... 
a couple, uh, maybe three games ago, had a hat trick? Or will we start Dom Dwyer, who might be the hot hand where uh, he scored recently, you know, kind of gained that momentum, used that momentum? I think uh, maybe we keep with uh, the hot hand and go with Dom Dwyer and, you know, Ronaldo Cisneros. He. Uh, may and has said that uh, you know he wants to stay and so uh, maybe you play him in this time so that uh, he feels like he is part of the squad but uh, yeah I think it is uh, Dom Dwyer but I think uh, you could very easily see Cisneros as well uh, but I think you ride the hot hand and you try to get as many goals as you can because at the moment we are shaky at the back so uh, might as well uh, yeah, you know, get the goals where you can get them. So that gets us to the score prediction. And the score prediction for me, I think we have the goods to be able to beat the crew in this match. I think it's a 2 1 win. Uh, no clean sheet, unfortunately, but, uh, you know, I think that is the tale as of late. But what do you guys think? Let us know in those comments below. So guys, that is the match preview and pretty much the entire show except for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, because we'll face off against Darlington Nagby, do you think Mateo Sosetu has been a app producer in the steed of Nagby? Let us know also in those comments below. Looking forward to what you have to say. And that's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review and rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah.